You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Whether you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox or a daughter who wants to connect with her dad, or even a mom who wants to support your daughter's relationship with her father, you're invited to join the conversation today. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm so excited that you're joining me here again today, the place where it's all about equipping you as dads to dial into your daughter's heart with more intention and more consistency. Okay, you already know that I'm very passionate about equipping you as fathers to become the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So if you're all about learning new things today, you are going to love this episode. The title today on your mark is Seven Keys to Raising an Empowered Daughter. Oh my goodness, how's that for packing a punch to invite you here to hang in there for the entirety of the next half an hour or so. I love about podcasting that there can be a little bit of wiggle room in the time. I trust that there's enough information, engaging content for you to hang in there for the whole time. And if you need to start and stop, that's awesome as well. But let me just begin like I do every week with the template that guides our conversation. It's simply a grid that helps you kind of track with the content and it's simply on your mark, get set, go. So dad, I want you to envision yourself standing side by side each other, other fathers who are just as intentional and interested in gaining more, I would say, tools for their fathering toolbox. Or if you want to think in the sports metaphor, kind of beefing up your skill set, your muscles, your skills as an athlete to be able to run the race that you want to run with as best as you can and with the best skills that you can muster up, right? In order to run your race. So dad on your market, set, go. I'm there on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on. Again, can you picture it? Other dads standing with you. You're all getting ready to run the race with more precision, more skill. And so I'm on the sidelines saying on your mark is the topic. Get set is filling that in with stories and stats. Go always a practical action step. And today there's going to be seven action steps that I'm going to cover for you to raise an empowered daughter. And I want you to be thinking the whole time during this conversation about which one of them, only pick one, that this week you're going to focus on, write yourself a note on a note card, put it on your desk at work, put it in front of you, you know, in your bedroom closet as a note that says to yourself, Focus on this one thing this week. Because if you're like me, so often when I go to church or I go to a conference, it can be information overload. And then sometimes nothing gets done because there's way too much content. So dad, pick one thing today that you're going to focus on. Seven keys to raising an empowered daughter. That's your on your mark topic for today. Okay, get set. We got to start dads with just defining our terms because sometimes that word empowered, what does it mean to raise an empowered daughter? You might say, well, it means this to me and it means that to my friend, or this is what it means to her. So dad, right out of the gate, why don't you ask your daughter 
Do you want to be an empowered girl, an empowered woman? And if so, tell me what that means to you. What does it mean to you to be empowered? Because if we don't have a goal, think back to this running the race idea. If you don't know where the end zone is or where the end of the race stops, how do you know how far to run? How do you know how far to throw the ball, right? You've got to know what your end game is or where the end zone is or where the end mark is. So dad, ask your daughter this week, do you want to be empowered? What does it mean to you to be that kind of a girl, that kind of a woman? And then you get to partner with her in helping her reach that goal. But here, what I want to do first is just define the term simply from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Here's what the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says empowered means. Having the knowledge, the confidence, the means, or ability to do things and make decisions for oneself. Okay, that's a great title, isn't it? Great definition. Here's what the Cambridge Dictionary says. Having the official authority or freedom to do something. Okay, so look at the first one's focusing more on knowledge, ability, confidence. The second one even mentions authority or freedom. I think that really is kind of a cool juxtaposition of those two ways of defining what empowered means. Okay, I'm going to now give you my definition. Did you notice how both of those definitions focused on do, having the means or ability to do something, right? The authority or freedom to do something. What I have found is that for me, empowered is more of an internal awareness, an internal stance where that's why I like that focus on authority that the Cambridge Dictionary said, because to me, when I am empowered on the inside, then what I do reflects that internal confidence, that internal state. So this to me is about being, I love when things are kind of an alliteration. So here's three S words, being strong, being solid, which is kind of being grounded, having your feet on solid ground and being secure, strong, solid, secure to me is more of an internal kind of state than it is an external focused kind of stance. Okay, dad, I am giving you this first step here about your daughter making sure that she knows that who she is matters more than what she does, that her who is more important to herself and to you than her do, who and do. And I love the fact that 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Those three things to me are my definition of empowered. Do you see how they have to do with an internal state? I'm not then focused on fear, which fear begins inside and then gets expressed outside, doesn't it? If I'm afraid of a spider and then I see one, my external reaction outside of me is based on already an internal imprint, an internal belief. I don't like big spiders. I don't like snakes. So then my outside do, my action will reflect what's inside. So dad, if you want an empowered daughter who knows more who she is first, and then will reflect secondly, a do that lines up with that, you want to reinforce power, love, and a sound mind. Because if she knows 
who she is and whose she is. I'm talking about whose she is as part of your family, whose she is is part of God's family. She will then express that kind of confidence, that kind of freedom as those dictionary definitions really underscored. So dad, think about number one, power, love, and a sound mind. Does your daughter have clarity in how she thinks and what she thinks? Does she love herself and know she's loved by you, by God? And then going back to that power. See, power is actually a biblical term. It's not just about expressing prowess or kind of, I would say, an overbearing tone. Oh, I have power. I'm in control. But it's about a grounded, secure, solid, strong stance because it's all about knowing who I am and your daughter knowing who she is. So number one, here's your go step. Number one, maybe this week you need to help your daughter make sure that she knows that who she is matters more than what she does. That's number one. And I've discovered for me that with my dad, I have actually found more clarity in knowing that who I am matters more than what I do when I've not performed well, when I've not responded well. Like my dad is one that has been in my cheering section my whole life. Really, he was a pastor. He would say, if you have an event on Friday night, I will cancel this other event at church because you're more important. I want to be there in the stands cheering you on. Yay, dad, go dad. Because his dad was not like that at all, right? You've heard me talk about his dad before who died of gangrene homeless in Chicago as an alcoholic. So my dad did not have that kind of a dad. So he said, I'm going to do it different with my girls. I'm going to show up to what matters to them. But here's the thing. When my dad cheers me on when I do well, yes, I love it. I am not in any way discounting or minimizing the importance of that. But I have tested his patience more than once. I have also tested, if you will, not even always intentionally, but it's been a test of his love for me when I haven't responded well. When my do was really sour, when my do was really unpleasant, meaning what I did even hurt him. Like I think of the time here, I would, you know, I'd had my first house. It was a condo. I got it when I was 40 because I was single. That happened way later for me. And I remember one time when my dad selflessly came and laid some flooring for me. It was some vinyl linoleum flooring. You know, it wasn't a high-end condo or anything. But I remember that my dad bought it with his own money, came and did it with his own money. And I'm telling you, one of my downfalls, one of my downsides is I am a perfectionist. I like to say I'm working for excellence, but let's be honest, a perfectionist is not always easy to be around because I notice the flaws. I tend to notice what's wrong first before I notice what's right. Maybe you have a daughter wired like me. And that's what I did. I came in and I noticed everything that was wrong and I leveled my dad. It was a destroying his heart, kind of his heart responsive. I would say his heart responsiveness to me, right? He was like, I can never seem to do anything right for you, Michelle. He shut down. He ended up leaving, going home. We didn't talk for a couple days because I thought, it's my place. Why can't I have a voice into telling you what I would like to be done different in my house? I appreciate your gift, Dad, but here's what I would like to be different. You didn't talk to me. So, you know, obviously it didn't go well. But finally, a couple days later, I'm in floods of tears. Dad, I'm so sorry. I don't like that quality in myself. 
But really, you guys, I got to discover more of my dad's love for me because who I am. He knew that that overflow of my mouth of being extra critical wasn't the truth of me. That was in that moment I got I got in a wad, if you will. Like I got all balled up and I focused on something that didn't matter more than my relationship with him. And that's where I didn't mean to test my dad's love for me. But that's where I really can think of a tangible time where my who mattered more than my do. So dad, number one, make sure your daughter knows that who she is matters more than what she does. That will help her be more empowered, more confident. And like the Cambridge Dictionary said, taking authority. She stands her ground. She carries herself with confidence. Number two, if you want to raise an empowered daughter, here's a second key. Find one way to intentionally invest in your daughter every single day. Say that with me. Every single day. Say it one more time. Every single day. Whether you're at home, whether you're on the road, whether you're in a good mood, whether you're in a bad mood, whatever it is, dad, every single day, I want you to be thinking, if I want to raise an empowered daughter, every single day, she needs to know that I'm in her corner, that I'm in her court. It may be praying for her and letting her know that. It may be writing down a prayer list you have for her. Sometimes your investment might not be something she knows might be something you're doing behind the scenes, which truth be told, dad, a lot of times you're providing for her. She has no clue, right? She has no clue and doesn't even, especially if she's young, think to thank you for that. So I get that a lot of what you do to invest, she may never know, but it's important that you intermix that every single day with some way of letting her know that you're in her corner, that you're investing in her. It could be sending her a gift or giving her a gift here or there, a small thing. I mean, sometimes it could be, you know, a little Snickers candy bar because you've noticed she's been down and you put a note and said, I thought this would help you smile and snicker a little more today. It could be as silly as that. It could be a little sticky note on her mirror. You've heard me talk about that or on her bed. It could be buying her a, you know, fun soda drink or something like that and putting it in the refrigerator and saying, this is just for her. Like this is Macy's drink. This is, you know, Annie's drink. Like nobody else gets it. It could be writing her a note. As I said, it could be the praying for her. It could be anything tangible, a phone call, a text, a FaceTime. But dad, if you want to raise an empowered daughter, she will internalize your attention, your value statement that you're putting on her. You have value to me. That's why you are worth my time. Because as we know, the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So when you put your heart towards her, you are treasuring her. And that's why on this one, you know, find one way to intentionally invest. You hear that it's a banking statement, right? And I love Dr. John Gottman's work where he talks about the emotional love bank, the emotional bank account, that we all have one. And his ratio five to one says we have to have five deposits to one withdrawal, or we will overdraw our emotional bank account, that love bank that we have with someone. So dad, if it's been especially a trying time in your life at work or with your health, you may have less to give, or she may be in a state, you know, a mood, a season, a state of mind where she's not getting out of the trenches and there's not much that you can positively reinforce and she's not easy to love. 
you know, because her dew is not making her who very pleasant. But again, that's where she really gets to see how much you love her when it's harder, not just when it's easier. So dad, maybe this week, that's what you need to focus on is an investment every single day. And like I say, when you pray for her behind the scenes, it isn't so that she, you know, stands up and applauds you. Dad, thank you for praying for me. But maybe it is just writing her a text. I'm praying for you today. Like I have a sister that doesn't do so well with all that spiritual stuff, but she's okay with prayer. I have found that a lot of people who can't do God, can't do the Bible, can't do Christians, can't do church, tend to be okay with the word prayer. So I'm guessing you could probably let your daughter know at least that. Okay. Here's number three. If you want another key to raising an empowered daughter, drop your anger. You have heard me talk about this in one whole episode. This is one of my very first ones back in uh, beginning of 2017. I think it might even be that first week of January where all I focused on in one whole episode of the dad whisper was all on the importance of dropping your anger. So you don't have to go back and listen to that. Let me just review. I have read a study where more than 10,000 men across the country were asked if they had a problem with anger. 95% said, yes, I do. So if you're like the majority of men, you realize that you have way more anger than you wish you did and that your daughter wishes you did. And you guys, I'm right in there with you. I tend to have more anger than I wish I did. That tends to be a really quick default for me is to, to escalate to anger. And I am working on it right now too. So I'm in this with you. I want you to know that. I'm not just pointing a finger at you. I'm, I'm pointing the finger at myself saying, this is an area where I continually want to grow in. But really, Dad, I have heard more heart hurt stories over a dad's anger with girls and women than I have anything else. It's the anger of dad. And they will say to me often, worse than my dad's anger is his disappointment. But oftentimes that disappointment, which is a sad emotion, is the underside. I say there are two sides of the same coin. Often mad and sad are two sides, right? So it may come out a sad portal when it's really mad. And it might be a mad expression when it's really you're sad. But either way, dad, make sure that you are consciously dropping your anger because your anger destroys her spirit. It shuts her down. It crushes the core of who she is. It causes her to give up. She's like, I can't even, I can't even do anything to please my dad. He's going to get angry anyway. She'll give up. And your anger makes her believe she's unlovable and unworthy and not even worth loving. It really is devastating to your daughter's life, heart, mindset, vision, goals, passion, that one emotion. And I know I've talked about that many times here on the Dad Whisper about how important it is for you to drop your anger and to really take responsibility to become a master of your own emotions because more is caught than taught. And I think you want to be remembering that if you want your daughter to be emotionally resilient, emotionally healthy, and even responsible for her own anger and meltdowns where she's not slamming the door or beating her fist through a wall, you have to ask yourself, what am I modeling to her? Because she's going to follow your lead, whether you want her to or not. 
And I know you already know this, Dad. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I'm reminding you to make that a goal. Because we know that in James 1.19 in the Message Bible, it says, lead with your ears, follow up with your tongue, and let anger straggle along in the rear. Lead with your ears, follow with your tongue, let anger straggle along in the rear. Isn't that good? So anger's got to be way back there if you want to have a healthy relationship with your daughter and if you want to see her be empowered drop your anger. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to give you the next four keys to raising a resilient daughter. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, and today on your mark is seven keys to raising an empowered daughter. We've talked about one, make sure she knows that who she is matters more than what she does, you know, to you, to God. And then she will internalize that hopefully over time as you reinforce that truth. Number two, find one way to intentionally invest in your daughter every single day. She will take that in. It will water the soil of her heart I love that analogy that, you know, if you don't give enough water to your plants, they wilt. They even die. They crunch out. So if you want a healthy, vibrant daughter, just like your plants, that daily watering is so important. Number three, drop your anger. And by doing that, you're teaching her how to drop hers. Okay, number four, help her discover her passion and unique gifting. So if you want to raise an empowered daughter She needs to know and accept and embrace and love and nurture and fan into flame her own unique gifting and passion. And I put those two together because sometimes it's hard to know what we're good at. We need somebody else to help us. So you, dad, being right there in the trenches in life with your daughter are part of what is going to help her, who is going to help her really, figure out what her bent is, what her gifting is, what her passion is. And you may already know this, but I'm going to give you an analogy because maybe you've had this experience with your daughter of going to the mall. Maybe you've said to her, okay, I'm going to try shopping with you, even though most men, I know it's not their favorite thing, but maybe you're a dad that loves that. But let's just say, You were sitting right there on the bench and I'm with your daughter. What usually happens with us as women, and this is an analogy I use a lot in my counseling offices. I say, 
you know, you've got six things to take into the dressing room and you have things on the hanger that you think that is going to look really cute on, but you go in the dressing room and it looks horrible. And you're like, oh, I'm so bummed. I thought it was so cute on the hanger. And then the opposite happens. What you don't really think is all that cute, but you're like, "Ah, I'll try it on. You go in the dressing room and it looks so good. Oftentimes, we don't know what looks good on us until we try it on. So dad, the more you can give your daughter experiences that help her figure out what makes her come alive, that activates joy, the better choices she will make going forward. And I think back to a story I heard from an organization that was more about avoiding teen pregnancy, but I thought there was a powerful phrase that said that so many of these teenagers said, adults are always telling us what to say no to, but they're not telling us what to say yes to. So this one here about helping your daughter discover her passion and unique gifting is all about trying on a lot of outfits, seeing if they look good on her. She may literally go a few years of going, I don't like anything like as my own because daughters love your sons do too. I'm sure. But having their own room, we tend to want our own space that we decorate and fix up the way we like. And it's the same with our life calling. It's like, I want my own lane, my own calling, my own gifting. And we've got to figure that out by often doing a lot of different things and discarding, saying no to the things that don't really fit for us. So the more you can even enter into those experiences with her, the better, the more confident she will be. Now, you've heard me talk before on another episode about the dream gap. I even write about that in my book, Let's Talk, right? Conversation starters for dads and daughters. What researchers found, this is back in 2017, researchers from NYU, Princeton, and the University of Illinois, they collaborated. And what they found was that by the age of six, girls stopped associating their brilliance with their gender. And they stopped avoiding activities that required what they perceived to be higher levels of intelligence. Oh my goodness. In other words, when girls decline involvement in doing things, they say, oh, I'm not into it. I don't want to go to that pool party. I don't want to go shopping with my friends. And you're like, come on, if you don't step it up, you're not going to have friends. What you want to understand is behind that she has already made conclusions about how she believes that will go. I mean, we all do that, right? But it's sad when you look at the research that is saying that girls stop trying new things. They stop engaging in things that they don't think they will succeed at because they've already concluded that just by virtue of the fact that they are a girl, they may not succeed. And I did that in high school. I did it in college where I didn't take anatomy and physiology in high school, and I didn't take the same course in college. And I didn't take chemistry on purpose because I knew I wasn't good at science. And it was crazy. Even in college, I got permission to enter that class, even though I didn't have the prerequisite. And then I stopped the first week and said, I don't think I can do this. It looks like it's above what I have a skill set for, which will lead to the fifth key in a minute. But dad, I wanted you to just hear again from the research that what they then call that is a dream gap. There's a gap between where your daughter is now and where she could be if she really did 
push through and go for the gold, pursue her dreams, create a vision board, whatever it is. I mean, maybe that's a practical action step this week that you could do with your daughter. Take a magazine or encourage her to do it or sit down with her and make a dream board. Just cut out any words, pictures, colors, animals, food, anything that just makes her happy or makes her feel like she can come alive. Because really, the thing I want you to know too today is this isn't just about how do you make your daughter happy. It's how do you empower her, right? Power, love, sound mind on the inside to be strong, secure, solid, right? That's what this is about. So dad, that might be something that you could do with your daughter this week. Ask her, how can I help you reach your goals? Because I want you to be a world changer. I want you to be resilient. I want you to be courageous. And if she really doesn't know, collaging sometimes helps activate that right brain, which is less linear. It's more ethereal. It's more non, I would say, non-clear. If you will, it's more abstract. Like left brain is logical and linear, all the L's and language oriented. That's the clarity I could tell you. Right brain is not as clear. It's kind of all over the map. And that's why sometimes we can activate a powerful place inside that hasn't yet been released or connected to sometimes through art in a different way than talking and language. And I know my book's all about let's talk. But I do have activities in there that are about these themes as well that help your daughter figure out more of who she is. Okay, number five, if you want another key to raising an empowered daughter, it's teach her how to go through hard stuff. You just heard me alluding to this whole thing about we're not just trying to raise happy kids because I hear so many parents, this has been, I'm what, 27 years into having private practice and counseling now. And I think of how often parents have said, I just want my daughter to be happy or my son. And I'm going, really? How much of your day-to-day life is just about being happy? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not happy when I'm pulling weeds or cleaning the toilet or, you know, paying bills. I don't like that stuff, but it's part of, right? Being a a responsible, healthy adult. And so really, dad, if you want your daughter to be empowered, you've got to teach her and walk with her through hard stuff. Do you ever remember as a kid when you tap on your knees and go, going on a lion hunt or a bear hunt? You remember that? And you you kind of tap on right, left, right, left. Like going on a lion hunt, going on a lion hunt. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid because I got my gun got my gun. Yeah, probably not (laughs) savvy in, in this season, but there you go. But then listen to the profound words that follow that. Can't go under it. Can't go over it. Can't go around it. Do you know how it ends? Gotta go through it. And I think we live in a day and age where when parents want their kids just to be happy, then anything that makes them sad or where they struggle it's like, we're going to quit. We're going to pull you out. We're going to find a, you know, an alternative. And again, please hear me when I say, sometimes there are situations where you have to step in. Like I know of a situation right now with a, a middle school girl that is being bullied at a sports arena by other mean girls. That's why there's a movie called Mean Girls, not Mean Boys. So dad, hear me when I say there are times where the most loving 
kindest, supportive thing to do is to ally with your daughter and say, this isn't just about gritting up and pushing through because you are actually being that I would call that emotional abuse. So anytime it falls in that category, I would honestly encourage you to ask some other women in your life, whether it's your wife, your ex-wife, a sister, an aunt, your mom, a coworker who's female, run it by them, somebody who's older, wiser, but is a female and ask if that is a situation that they're alarmed by. Because your daughter might always be an alarm and you don't know what to take seriously as being valid in terms of too much, too much tough stuff. And find that balance, right? Between when do you push, when do you not? But if you can help your daughter push through the hard stuff, I guarantee that that is how she will become more empowered because she will see that she can actually push through. I mean, I'm sure if you think back to any sports you ever did, there was always a coach that was the best coach. And it's because usually he knew how to individually challenge each person on the team in different ways because you all need something different. So just because you have one of your kids that you push harder and one that you go lighter on, that's actually wise fathering because you're basing your parenting on the wiring and the needs of each of your kids. Does that make sense? Okay. Number six, if you want to raise an empowered daughter, number six, listen twice as much as you talk. So basically in this one, I'm saying, dad, be conscious of listening more and lecturing less. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Two to one. It's built into your body. It's built into all of our bodies. And I mean, the truth is, you guys, I'm working on this in my own life right now. One of my issues is I interrupt. Truth be told, I wasn't as aware of this until I got married, right? I have a mirror back to me and I'm like, oh, that's another area I'm working on in my own life is I tend to like to talk. Okay, right? Let's talk. It's the name of my book. But even Ken, my husband said, it could be called for dads, let's talk and listen. He's like, listening is so important and it's all about helping your daughter have a voice because when you listen to her, you are actually building her self-esteem. You are building in confidence. So this whole idea of how do you raise an empowered daughter who's confident on the inside? Because sometimes when you're confident on the inside, you don't have to overpower on the outside. You don't have to say anything on the outside, but you stand your ground. So if you have a daughter that melts down a lot, that tends to cave with the crowd, follow maybe even some peer influences that aren't that healthy, Dad, I would ask yourself, how much are you actually building in self-confidence to your daughter by listening to her? And dad, I would encourage you, wait till she's done talking before you give input. Maybe when I say listen twice as much as you talk, it means listening longer than you naturally would want to listen. And I have men that go, oh my goodness, I'm so bored. I'm, I've you know, wandered off in my mind because she's still talking. And I get some of you have introverted daughters where you wish she would talk more. But I'm talking about how often I hear men. This is even in counseling sessions, sometimes with a wife. This is recently where he said, like, we're not going to go there. Are you about done yet? Those kinds of comments will literally hurt the core of her. So dad, when you actively listen, it means you nod your head. Yes, up and down. You give her eye contact. You put down your phone. You turn your phone off. You set down the remote. 
You mirror back what she said. So you're saying it's been really hard at school today? Give her the exact words she just gave you. That lets her know she's worth listening to. And that's how you build her confidence, her self-worth. You value her by listening. Okay, the seventh way, the seventh key to raising an empowered daughter is help build a bridge to God as her father. Because you know that you're not going to be here forever, right? You know that. So when you're not there, you want her to know, not only I'm talking about the end of your life, but day to day when you're not there, that she has a father, a heavenly father whose wing is over her, who is protective over her, who provides for her provision and protection, two main roles of a father. And the more you are helping, I say, build a bridge, it's not all up to you. You're just a helper in that building the bridge process. It's going to help her internalize the truths about God as her father, that he's present, that he's active, that he's engaged, that he's kind, that he's attentive, that he provides, that he protects. No, it's not about being perfect, but dad, at the end of the day, when your daughter knows that she 24-7 has a father in heaven who loves her, adores her, provides for her, protects her gives her wisdom that she doesn't have. There may be times in talking with her where you say, you know what, hon? I don't know what to tell you right now. Let's stop and pray together and ask for God. He's your heavenly father. I'm your earthly father to right now download an answer to you of what to do with that friend. And I'm going to do it too with you right now. Those are ways that you help build a bridge to God as her father. And on my website, drmichellewatson.com, under the free resources tab, I have a PDF with a baker's dozen, 13 ways that you can help lead your daughter spiritually. And maybe that would give you a practical way to put that one into action if that's the one that you say, man, that's that's the one I'm going to work on this week as my go step. Okay, let me review. On your mark today has been seven keys to raising an empowered daughter. Number one, make sure she knows that who she is matters more than what she does. Number two, find one way to intentionally invest in your daughter every single day. Three, drop your anger. Four, help her discover her passion and unique gifting. Five, teach her how to go through hard stuff. Six, Listen twice as much as you talk. And seven, help build a bridge to God as her father. Choose one of those things this week and make it your goal to kick it into action. Step your game up a little bit and focus on one thing to help your daughter become more empowered. Well, this wraps up another week's program. I love being here with you all. And I am Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you, Dad, to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go, Dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. If you're looking for more resources to support the father-daughter relationship, Or if you want to connect personally with Dr. Michelle, you can find all the information you need at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. 
And remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast anytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And while you're there, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. Canfield.